Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey there, guys. It's Matt. We have a bonus episode for you today here on Out of Patience. You probably know this, but Out of Patience is just one of many shows here on the Offscript Health Podcast Network. And I want to make sure that you're aware of some of the other incredible shows we have to offer. One of them is called The Heart of Healthcare. It's a show that explores what we call the social determinants of health. Basically, all the things that you can't control and can control that make you sick or well. The food system, housing, climate change, your zip code, your race, how you were raised, all these things contribute to what happens to you for good or for bad. It's hosted by a longtime friend of mine, Hallie Tecco, who actually helped me co-found the original chapter of Stupid Cancer in San Francisco in 2008. We go way back. Anyway, Hallie had the opportunity to sit down with Mark Cuban. Yes, that's Mark Cuban. They really hit it off. They had a phenomenal conversation, and they talked about the soaring costs of prescription drugs and Mark's new venture called the Mark Cuban Cost Plus Drug Company. Not a sponsor. At least not yet, wink, wink. And so in the spirit of in case you missed it, I wanted to share their conversation with you, my out-of-patience listeners, on this bonus episode today. So without further ado, here is Heart of Healthcare with Hallie Tecco speaking with Mark Cuban. And you can subscribe to Heart of Healthcare wherever you listen to your podcasts. Enjoy the show and have fun getting to know Hallie Tecco. My favorite thing about working in healthcare is the people. This industry brings together brilliant, highly motivated individuals who are driven by the opportunity to make a difference. My name is Hallie Tecco, and this is the Heart of Healthcare, a podcast where I'll be introducing you to the people on the ground moving the needle in public health and medicine. More than three dozen drug companies have already hiked prices in the new year. The average hike is 6.3%, nearly three times the rate of inflation. The price of insulin, a life-saving drug for diabetics, tripled between 2002 and 2013. The next time you go to the drugstore, you might be in for sticker shock. Drug companies have quietly raised the price on hundreds of medications. Drug prices in this country have been soaring largely because our government, for the most part, does not negotiate the price of medication. That means pharmaceutical companies can charge whatever they want. Right now, right here in America, we pay the highest prescription drug cost of any developed nation in the world. Let me say that again, of any developed nation in the world. 62% of American adults are taking at least one prescription drug, and a quarter take four or more. 
many people struggle to pay for their meds, which are 250% more expensive in the U.S. than other OECD nations. And we know that cost is one of the major barriers for medication adherence. Recently, billionaire investor, Dallas Mavericks owner, and Shark Tank star Mark Cuban launched an online pharmacy for generic drugs that offers steep discounts over traditional pharmacies. The Mark Cuban Cost Plus drug company cuts out the middlemen and charges a transparent and simple price, which is equal to the manufacturer's price, plus a flat 15% markup. Today, I'm excited to talk to the founder himself, Mark Cuban. Mark, welcome to the heart of healthcare. Thanks for having me. You are a prolific investor, so I'm going to start by turning the tables on you. Give me your quick Shark Tank elevator pitch for the Mark Cuban Cost Plus Drug Company. Okay. Generic drugs, cheaper than you can get them anywhere, hopefully lower than your copay and more accessible than you've been able to get before. Why hasn't anyone else done this? Because of the nature of the healthcare industry, which you guys know very well with PBMs, it's just... An incestuous business where there's so much money involved that people that have tried to become the low cost provider, it's very difficult because at the same time, more often than not, you want to maximize your profits and you want to maximize your scale. And those three things aren't necessarily congruent. How do you anticipate the incumbents, including the PBMs, Walmart and others to respond? It just depends how big we get. I think they're looking at all this now and saying, um, okay, you know, he's just a pimple and not even really an annoyance yet. Let's see what happens next. And from there, it'll just depend on how big we get. Um, but the reality is there, there's only, a, you know, a limited amount of things that they could do and all of them would be illegal. You know that they're sending this around internal memos, looking at what's, what's happening over here. Yeah. You know, who knows? They might not even care at this point, but, um, <laughs> you know, that's fine. I'm good either way. And look, the reality is if everybody came in and matched our price, we're still going to stay in business. And so if we're still in business, they have to keep matching our price, which means that's just great for the, for all patients everywhere. Absolutely. So you're not alone though, in being outraged at the cost of prescription drugs. There was a study that showed that 83% of adults say that the cost of prescription drugs are just unreasonable. Of course. Are you serving everyone? Are you looking for uh, people who are specifically underinsured, uninsured, those who just like a good deal? Whoever wants to pay cash. Yeah, we'll serve anybody who wants to pay cash because our goal is to be the low cost provider. So we're not going to have the bells and whistles of others. Um, We're not going to, you know, try to bend over backwards to have the leading doctors, you know, write blog posts on our website, none of those things. Mm -hmm. Our goal is to be the low cost provider because the mission is whatever your cost is plus a dollar, there's somebody who now can't afford it. And so we're trying to stay as low as we possibly can. Will you have access to pharmacists if a patient wants to talk to a pharmacist? Yeah, we're we're partnered with TruePill. And so um, they're a full pharmacy. Great. You've been working on this for a few years. Yeah, it's three, four years now. I forget exactly how long it's been. So this is not not just a whim. It's not something you say, hey, let's just, you know, start it and we'll be up and running in three weeks. Um, yeah. It's taken multiple years. Obviously, there's a lot of regulatory issues. You've got to um, show manufacturers what we're doing. We had to demonstrate to TruePill and integrate with TruePill and develop the site. You know, all the elements that go with running a site that sells drugs. Yeah. And it just launched last week. Correct. So 
what's been the response so far from customers? Insane. Insane. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Who are they? Can you tell me about the demographics so far? We don't know because we don't ask. Okay. You know, and we can't, for HIPAA reasons, we can't go through and try to analyze it and we won't go through. But, you know, we're getting 10,000 plus signups a day. Amazing. Do you think that the folks who have not bought online are going to shift from going to their local pharmacy to buying it online? I think most will not. And that's okay, right? Because Mm -hmm. not everybody's going to be in the same financial situation. And so, you know, some people will put a premium on convenience. You know, you're driving home and there's the the Walgreens or CVS. I'm going to go through the drive-thru and pick it up. And there's nothing wrong with that. We're fine with it. Mm -hmm. And then other people are going to put a premium on um, paying the lowest possible price. If you fit into that profile, then where you know come to costplusdrugs.com, we're going to give you the best the best price. Yeah, but I imagine that how people think about convenience has changed since COVID because now actually going into a store is yeah, <laughs> yeah, without question, right? It's sometimes it's easier if it just shows up um, within the mail, and and we obviously have seen that with our signups um, because we're, we're very transparent. You know, you know what you're going yeah. to pay for it, and you know you know it's going to be delivered via mail. So I mean, many people struggle to pay for their meds. We pay 250% more than other OECD nations for our medications. This is something that has long been broken. You knew when you started that this was a broken industry. Of course. What have, what have been some shocking moments in the last three years as you've built this? PBMs, you know, and how ingrained they are, entrenched they are, mm. and how much money they spend. Can you explain what PBMs do for our listeners? Yeah, Pharmacy Benefit Manager is an organization that acts as an intermediary effectively between manufacturers of drugs and insurance companies. And their job is to represent the manufacturers and get the insurance companies to carry those drugs. If you're a drug manufacturer, you want to be on the product list of an insurance company because if they won't approve you, then you won't have any sales to that insurance company. And the pharmacy benefit manager works out the deals to get the drugs on the product list for the insurance companies. And in doing so, there's a lot of money that changes hands. And so the Pharmacy benefit managers get the manufacturers to pay them rebates on the sales that are made through the insurance company as their way of making money. And so because of that, even though a drug may be costed a dollar, if there's a $5 rebate, the insurance company's got to sell it for six. And if there's no rebates and they're outside that system, which is what we're trying to do, we can sell it at our cost of a dollar plus a 15% markup. And actually, if it costs us a dollar, we round it up to $2. So uh, it's, you know, and then we charged um, a $3 handling fee and a $5 um, um, shipping fee. Yeah. Having that transparency is, is groundbreaking, though, unfortunately. Yep. Yeah. Uh, will you guys will you guys be on GoodRx where people can search and, and see this as an option? That's up to them. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're working on a um, a honey-like Chrome extension with a group cool. called Cultivate.us there, so that you'll be able to just have the extension. And when you look at any drug on any site, our our pricing will be there as an option. Yeah, interesting. So I'm trying to think of an analogy, and I wonder if you've already figured out one for like who the PBM 
is like, are they the bouncer at the club? Like, yeah, yeah, that you have to pay 50 bucks to get in. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the way that works. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's always a cover charge, right? Yeah. There's a cover charge to get into the insurance company's formulary is what they call it, um, so that they'll sell it to yeah. their customers. And so it's just, it's unfortunate and it really creates a, a significant distortion in pricing, particularly for drugs like insulin where, you know, the cover charge, if you will, from the PBMs has gone up. I think I read something yesterday from 3% of the price to effectively 50% of the price of insulin. And do other countries not have PBMs? No. That's really one of the main factors for our costs here. Yeah, without question. Yeah, interesting. Okay, so 80% of prescriptions in the US are generic. So it makes sense that you guys started there. Right. Do you have plans to offer branded scripts in the future? Not at this time. Yeah, we want to win the battle we're in first, right? Because- yeah you know, there's, there's a cost associated with dealing with all those. It's not, not to say that we won't do it, right? If someone came to us and said, look, your cost, we'll sell you this branded drug at X dollars um, and our cost plus 15% is dramatically lower than is offered elsewhere. Yeah, we'll sell it for sure. So we're not opposed to it. We're just not expecting it to happen much. Yeah. So you have, have direct relationships with the manufacturers, with the drug companies? Correct. In, in most cases, there's some dis- distributors, but in most cases, manufacturers. And what's their response been so far? Well, they, they, they didn't know what to expect, but you know, my money was green and they knew I had enough of it. And so <laughs> they were willing to take it. And now they're starting to see based off the response that this, is, this could be really big. Yeah, this is the future. They don't have to go through the PBMs. Well, they'll still have to because we're not dealing with insurance at all. So if you've gone through your deductible and you don't have a copay, yeah, and then you're better off going through an insurance company. Um, if you, regardless of your deductible, if your copay is twenty and our price is fifteen, it's cheaper to go through us. Um, even though you you can make an argument that you're not using up your deductible, um, but you you know everybody's able to do their own math. Yeah, I imagine, though, at some point, insurance companies might look at this and say, okay, well, if you can get it cheaper, then we can get it for you. We'll reimburse you for that cost. No, they never will. You don't think they will? Why not? No, because the... They're in bed with the bouncers? Yeah, yes, they are. Um, they don't necessarily like the the pharmacy benefit managers that they don't own, but a lot of them own their own pharmacy benefit managers. Ah. And so, yeah, so yes, they are. they are in bed with the bouncers. You know, they call them payers, right? They so they call the um, insurance companies payers and the hospitals, doctors, providers. And the way it works is their margins are pretty much constant. Um, and so the higher their revenue, the more money they make. And that's the same for hospitals. And so they, they have a lot of incentives to help get their customers healthy, but they don't have any incentives to make it at the lowest possible price. Yeah. Which is, it's too bad because the patient benefits from that the most. Yeah. I mean, look, you want, you want them to be healthy first and dollars second, but for a lot of people, way too many people, that's not a binary choice, right? It's not an either or. If you can't afford the medication or you don't have insurance and don't have any opportunity to pay for the medication, then, you know, that's deadly for a lot of people. And that's where you see people rationing their their medicine and or choosing to go without eating to pay for their medicine and just outcomes that are just awful. Yeah. And so that's a key reason why we started costplusdrugs.com. What about Medicare and Medicaid? They definitely don't own a PBM. They do and they don't, right? Because they can't just negotiate the best possible price. And that's just been a big point of contention, right? Mm -hmm. Why can't Medicare and Medicaid just go and negotiate the lowest possible price? And they can't. 
but they could they could reimburse people from buying on off your site. Yeah, but just the administration costs. One of the big issues that <laughs> yeah. the country has in terms of of cost is that you know there's so many different types of insurance deals between insurers and hospitals and doctors that and they change them every year for the most part that the cost of administering all these different things that we're talking about is 21% of the total healthcare cost in this country every single year bonkers. which is insane and <laughs> and so that's the way these incumbents do their business yeah. and so that's one of the reasons that there's an opportunity for us and you know it's also why there's not going to be reimbursement because the administration costs are just so outrageous now what we will be able to do is work directly with companies that self insure that companies that um mm have their own PBM and are looking for lower um, sources of product. Yeah. And so there, there are some options, right? They're not all bad except for us. And so we'll just see how it all plays out. Are there any groups in particular that you guys are interested in partnering with? We'll partner with anybody, right? As long as, you know, you facilitate um, having the lowest available price for patients, we'll, we'll be your best friend. Yeah. That's all we care about. Everything else is Michigas. It's, it's irrelevant. We'll be right back after the break. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. What else um, do you think needs fixing in our healthcare system? And what, what else could you, what else can you cost plus? Oh, that's a long, <laughs> long list. Yeah. You know, I don't know that we're going to try to get into all the other stuff that costs plus because we got to win the battle we're in. You know, like I said earlier, the bigger we get, the more aware everybody's going to be about us. And yeah. so we have to anticipate that. And, you know, and, you know, Kendra, just scaling up with TruePill to be able to handle what hopefully will be a large volume of customers, yeah. that, that takes a lot of work. 
And so, you know, we, we've got to accomplish that because the worst thing we can do is not make our existing customers happy. Yeah. How are you making them happy other than the lowest cost? Doing the job, lowest price. I mean, that's it. That's enough. Yeah. That's it. Because everything <laughs> else that you try to do adds cost. Yeah. I mean, you guys see it when you do a podcast, right? You want to add this feature, you want to add that feature, it all costs money. And multiply that times 10 when it comes to dealing with drugs and healthcare. And so our entire mission is to be the low cost provider. Yeah. You never know what that inflection point for somebody is where they can't afford their medicine. And so all we care about is being the low cost provider. Now we'll never, you know, do anything to impact the quality of the drugs and we test and all that information is available. That's legally has to be available, all that stuff. So quality is job one. There's an old commercial. But at the same time, our mission is to be the low cost provider because the look on somebody's face when they know they can get their child the medicine that they need and still have everybody eat dinner is a lot more important to me than the look on someone's face because they were able to, you know, read an article on the website. That's not a fit for everybody, but for all the people who really need to get their drugs as inexpensively as possible, that's us, costplusdrugs.com. Yeah. I did a podcast recently around the national security threat around generics because they are moving overseas and having that supply chain be so vulnerable is concerning to some folks. What are, what are your thoughts around that? I agree. Right. And so, you know, you never wanted to have that dependency. We're building a manufacturing plant in Dallas that um, will will build wow. in- injectables there to start. Okay. And hopefully that'll be done by the end of the year. And if we get traction there, we'll expand it. And then hopefully we'll be able to do more manufacturing in Dallas. Wow. What will you be making there? Um, I don't even know all the, the specific okay. names of the drugs. Yeah. That's Alex's area. But they will be injectables. Okay. And the reason we did injectables is, you know, where generic drugs get overpriced dramatically and patients get ripped off is when there's not a lot of demand. And so if there's not a lot of demand, like you saw with the pharmacy bro with Daraprim, then you can just jack up the price and nobody else is going to enter that market. And so what we try to do with the injectables is look at a variety, you know, a a type of drug um, injectables that, don't have a ton of demand individually, but an aggregate do so that we can be profitable enough to support it. And there's the existing pricing is so high that hospitals in particular and doctors after them will buy from us. Yeah. So while other manufacturers are moving overseas, you are building in Texas. Yes. Yeah. Now that requires a lot of robotics and a lot of technology, but that's exactly the way we're going to do it. Yeah. That's very cool. How is that different from running the front-end marketing site? It sounds like a completely different business. Yeah, of course. And that goes to another difference between us and everybody else. They're in a race to get as many customers as they can. They may be a public company and they want their stock price to go up. They may be a private company with investors and they want their, their revenues and their profits to go up. We're none of those things. I funded this whole thing. And so, you know, wow. our mission is to be the low-cost provider. So yeah. we're not... You know, like I said earlier, we're not doing all those bells and whistles. We're just focused on this one thing and being great at it. Yeah. And and part of that is eventually being full stack, um, perhaps. 
Probably not. Okay. Right. We'll probably outsource as much as we can unless we feel we can do it cheaper in house. Yeah. I think we're better off going to see what else we can manufacture and let the technology be outsourced while, you know, we can continue to expand manufacturing. So do you plan on adding life-saving drugs like EpiPens or insulin? So other than insulin, if it's generic, we're going to do everything we can to carry it. There's some generic insulins, gargling, that we're working things out on. Um, but the thing about insulin, because of the way it's stored and everything, that just takes longer. So it's not something we can turn around quickly. Now, there's always legal, unfortunately, legal issues and all that stuff. But whatever we're legally allowed to offer that is generic, then we're going to offer it. Trust me, we know the demand is there. We'll never say, well, the demand is there, but we don't want to do it. You know, it's always just going to be about access. And if we can, if we can find a source and it's cost effective, meaning it's better than the other alternatives, um, then, yeah, we'll sell it right at cost plus 15 percent. No exceptions. Was there someone who faced this that really? No, it wasn't a personal experience thing. It was more just the more I dove into healthcare, the more ridiculous it looked. Okay. But you, you listen to stories of patients, I assume, while building this. Oh, of course. Yeah. And, I mean, if, and just on Twitter now, just the, the, the prescriptions we've already started to fill, uh, you know, and that number is just growing and growing quickly. Um, you're seeing people post, you know, I was spending $245 a week. Now I'm spending 30. I was spending $60. Now I'm spending $5. Wow. You know, that that's rewarding. I, I mean, you can't help but really, you know, appreciate hearing that. Yeah. You want to like print those out? put them on the walls of the office. Yeah, I mean, or I'll just retweet them. <laughs> I'll retweet them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what's kind of the end goal for you? Um, you know, you don't, you don't need to make a ton of money from this business um, to succeed. No, I just want to keep on growing this bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. Would you want to continue to maintain ownership? Is it something you'd want to take public? What are kind of some of your business goals? Yeah, I doubt we would take it public, but okay. you know, um, all of our employees are owners. And so, you know, at some point, you know, they're going to want some financial reward. Um, but they know that the mission comes first. Yeah. Awesome. Well, is there anything else that you want to share? You know, just to go to costplusdrugs.com, check it out. Let us know if it works for you and what your experience is. You know, we, we just launched and, you know, I'm sure we're going to make mistakes, but, you know, our heart's in the right place and we want to learn and we want to get better. So, you know, try it. Tell your friends, tell your family if you're into support groups because you're unfortunately dealing with a disease that requires a generic medication. Please let all others in the same boat know about costplusdrugs.com because, you know, we're on a mission. And oh, the other thing I'll, I'll let people know yeah. right now we have about a hundred and a few drugs. We plan on expanding that to several thousand over the next year or so. And the goal is to continually passing on any price reduction. So as our quantity of purchases grow, we'll be able to get better pricing and everything is cost plus. So rather than keeping that margin, we'll pass it on as lower prices. Amazing. Is there a way to get a notification for a specific drug that you're not selling now, but mate? We're working on that now. So if you go to cost plus and just sign up, yep. then you'll get an ongoing email and that way you'll be ready once all this is in place. Yeah. Amazing. And the, and the prices will just get, keep getting better. That's the hope. Because you guys have more leverage. That's great. Yeah. I mean, you know, you never, you know, a manufacturer could raise their pricing on us for whatever reason, their labor costs go up. Sure. But, but the goal is really just to what, whatever our pricing is, you know, and hopefully it goes down, then we're going to keep on passing that along. Very cool. Well, thank you for what you're doing. And thank you for being on the podcast today. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. 
thanks for listening to this episode of The Heart of Healthcare. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, follow us on social, and tell all your friends to listen. The Heart of Healthcare is a product of Offscript Health. We are a healthcare engagement company built for patients and caregivers by patients and caregivers. Our executive producers are Matthew Zachary and Andrew McDowell. Our senior producer is Brianna Seely. Our intern is Antonella Sterniolo. Our host is Hallie Tecco. It is recorded, mixed, and edited by Brianna Seely. For advertising and media inquiries, email media at offscript.com. That's media at offscript.com. For more information, visit offscript.com. Thank you.